Jerry and Brayden are friends with ideas. Terrible ideas. When the phone rings, it's a special kind of conversing. Here you are. You're invited to listen in. So please allay your fears. Lend us your ears. When you get that itch, the pitch. Hello? Hey, Gary. Gary, it's Brayden. Oh, hey. Hey, Brayden. Hey, I recognize your voice. How are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty okay. good. Well rested. Are you ready to do even better? Yeah, you know, I, I can always do better. Okay. I've got this great idea. All right. Imagine, Gary, you're a, you're a thinker. You're a well-thought man, a guy who's read a few books in his day. I have. Every once in a while, uh, do you not uh, stand outside on your balcony or on the street and look up into the sky and see all of the stars and suddenly realize that you are but dust? All the time. I'm in a constant state of cosmic terror. Right. And there are things that you will never know or understand, and you are basically insignificant. Not only am I insignificant, my life has peaked long ago. It's very likely that I will never be as the happiest I'll ever be in my life again. Yeah, and, that is and just done. more so, uh, perhaps maybe you're just like, maybe I'm not a musician anymore. Uh, I haven't really been in a band in a month. Maybe that means I'm not a musician. Or maybe you're thinking, maybe I'll be a student forever. What does that mean if I'm a student, a lifelong student, or a bachelor? What, uh, what am I? Uh, so somebody's been listening to my other podcast, because <laughs> I talk about that all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, imagine... Gary, if you could have a device, would notice that you had an existential crisis and help you avert that crisis. I, w- I would love that. I hate existential crises. Yeah. They make me feel meaningless. I know. They're the worst. So having a device that would help you avert those would be fantastic. Here's the thing. I came up with this idea. It's called the Existential Crisis Averting Pal. But I thought there's no way that's going to work. No one's going to market that. An ecopal? An ecopal, or an. I'm, that's a dumb sounding thing, right? I hate to be non supportive, but I like ecopal? Yeah, ecopal. Terrible. Or ecap, if you want to do that. It's it's the worst. So I was thinking, why don't I just change it E-cap's to. not so bad. <laughs> well, they call it the existential crisis overting pal, and now it's the ecopal. That, that sounds sustainable, for one. Well, yeah, think about it, Gary. Everybody's talking about the economy. Everybody's talking about ecology. Everybody's Everyone's talking, thinking about talking about economics. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's yeah. talking about ectoplasm. ectoplasm. It, it, it's, the, it's, the, it's the prefix that's, that's in this year. Everybody's talking about echo the dolphin. Everybody's talking about uh, echovironments, um, you know, and the impact that you have on them. So I was mm-hmm. thinking, change this around a little bit. Instead of making it an averting device, make it an overting device. Um, so it's the existential crisis overter. What it does is recognize when you are having an existential crisis and then tells everybody else. It's like a podcast. It's like a podcast. It's like uh, your Facebook status, but you don't have to do the work required, like talking into a microphone or typing on a keyboard. Keep... Ca- 
typing <laughs> iPad. <laughs> typing, because I, I do all of my, uh, all of my writing about my existential crises in this, uh, you know, base 10 notation. So I just end up using this, this keypad. This keypad. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is, this is, I think it, it's like a backpack is what I'm thinking with maybe like one of those, um, like Victrola style bullhorns on it, you know, pointing out into the ether so that mm-hmm. the meaningless ether, it, it's the got, unending uncaring ether. Yes. The very uncaring ether, the ether that looks back at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you wear a helmet with all this brainwave reading gear in it and it hooks up to your backpack. And anytime you have an existential crisis, it just kind of shouts it out. It auto tweets, uh, to your friends and family that you are uh, under duress, but does nothing to help. When I think of a pal, I don't want somebody coming and helping me and judging me. I just want someone to, to, to say what's happening. You know, like, if you go to, if you ever go to therapy, which, which I have, it's just stating your problems to someone who's just repeating them back to you in different ways. And it's very, it's very useful. I imagine this is just it's the problems you don't even necessarily... Like, would this, would this alert me when I didn't know if I was having... An existential crisis? Yes. Like if you were drunk or asleep or uh, both. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Other options like when you're anesthetized or perhaps you were just thinking, what if I have an existential crisis right now? What would happen to me? That, that's in and of itself. Like what does it say about me if I have an existential crisis? What kind of person am I if I have an existential crisis? Bam. Wow. The EcoPal just announces it. Now, when you when you say a Victrola microphone, does this thing talk in like kind of an old timey twenties voice? Yeah, it's kind of has this kind of shout out that's a little bit like existential crisis here, existential crisis. Mm-hmm. And then and and then the Twitter also sounds like that. Yeah, it's, I mean you have to lean in close to your computer or or mobile device, but yeah, you can hear it. Now, what uh, what about the passersby who will undoubtedly be confused and annoyed by this? What if one of them is a trained therapist or a really obnoxious philosophy student who would want to talk you through your existential crisis? So it doesn't necessarily help you, but it could possibly summon help or indifference. Yes, absolutely. And isn't that what existential crises are all about? I mean, you're taking your selfishness and exposing it to the world so that they can benefit from it. Yeah, yeah. I always think when I'm when I go on Facebook and I'm like, you know, uh, uh, you know, the last couple of days have been really trying. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Um, who am I? Uh, my life is meaningless. I'm doing it for the people. Like I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for them. Like they need to hear that because maybe then they can help me. Yeah, th- I mean, you're basically saying, hey, look at how lonely and desperate I am. Learn from. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I don't like is that in real life social situations, it's kind of unacceptable. And this is so huge caveat. This is if you even know you're having one of these. But if you do, if you're walking around in a social situation, you can't just like yell it out because everyone will think you're an idiot. But if you have a backpack to it, it you know it's different. Yeah, absolutely. It's completely different. It's a new way to live your life. I I am interested in this. I think I think this this is a great idea. Well, I haven't developed it yet because, again, I wanted to originally... Well, it has to read brainwaves is the thing. So that's probably going to be the toughest spot, <laughs> toughest part. 
I mean, that kind of bumps it up to at least twenty five ninety nine, wouldn't you say? Okay. I mean, price. Okay, why? Well, yeah. I, um, oh, price wise, I think I think you're in the year is going to be finished. Um, <laughs> of course not. By that okay. point, we'll have destroyed ourselves. So that's not even. And the universe won't even care. Yeah, exactly. It won't. It'll keep on ticking. And despite the fact that I feel like I've confused cosmicism with existentialism several times during this conversation, I would like to say that twenty five ninety nine is an excellent price for this kind of device. Even if people just use this steampunk cosplay gear, mm-hmm. I think that's still a good price. I think you're right. I think so. And I, the way that steampunk has started to invade what you would refer to as a renaissance fair re- recently mm-hmm. uh, really shows that there's a market for this. And renaissance fairs, if I'm not mistaken, may be the most ecologically sound fair that there is. Yeah, fair is fair with renaissance fairs, is what they say. And yeah. let's face it, anyone who's uh, dressing up in steampunk in a renaissance fair um, either is having an existentialist crisis or needs to have one. Yeah, absolutely. Now, have you con- have you considered uh, an alternative, uh, you know, just maybe a spinoff device I'm thinking of, of uh, the Equipal or Equipal? Mm-hmm. It's the Existential Crisis Inflicting Pal. <laughs> okay, so you would put it on someone who you think really needs to reevaluate who they are. Yeah, or, or you could just wear it just to keep your, yourself in check. So, like, you, you put on this, this backpack, or maybe you wear one of them like a Baby Bjorn, yeah, like the overting one and then the other one like a backpack. And then if you're walking around and you end up at a renaissance fair, like, hey, it tells you to start worrying about it. And then it tells the world that you're worrying about it. Right. Absolutely. And then everyone benefits. I, I think that's a great idea. I think like just the, the, the mere sound of that renaissance fair would be a cacophonous nightmare that would make these people rethink their lives. Yes. We solved yeah. so many problems tonight. We cured Renaissance fairs. Yeah, we certainly did, didn't we? Uh, all from buying the Echo Pal and possibly the Eki Pal. Yeah, Eki Pal, not as good a name. No, not as good. Got to give it, give it that. I that wish there was a. It could be like an ESIP, and that seems weird. Yeah, the ESIP. No, I don't really like that one. Maybe we could. Maybe the Existential uh, Crisis Overdrive Pal. <laughs> the Echo Pal too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark too. Well, I'm glad that you, you enjoyed this idea, Gary. That really kind of brightens up my day, makes me feel like I'm on the right track, that maybe, even though I invented it, I don't really need this Echo Pal. And anyone, that can be the tagline, anybody who invents it doesn't really need it. Echo Pal. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not bad. Well, thank you. I was thank thinking you. something more along the lines of, the sound of your own crisis will bring hope to millions. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I think I, so. I can see this being the kind of product that Oprah puts under all her chairs. Yeah, I think her so. Studio. I mean, they'll have to be tall chairs, but yeah. Yeah, like huge high chairs. It'll be a different kind of show, but why not? And then everyone puts them on, and immediately the noise just makes your ears bleed from the entire room announcing yeah, all these but, existential crises. Yeah, but think of how good everyone will feel after they go to therapy. One of the things I think about this is that if I'm wearing one of these and somebody else comes up wearing one, I all of a sudden don't feel quite as alone. Because while we're trying to have a conversation over these blaring speakers loudly announcing our crises, you know, I realize there's somebody out there who is like me. It's kind of nice because it, it's, it's like if you go on Match.com and you meet this person who, who maybe they've been through marriage and maybe they have kids and they don't really know what's going on with their life anymore and they wear their Echo Pal 
and you're in the same boat, maybe you just it's been 40 years and you've never found someone. And you just think, what if there's something wrong with me? Uh, and, and you're both wearing your Echo Pals, but then you meet, and the Echo Pals start quieting down the more you talk to each other. It's like, it's kind of like a matchmaking device, almost. It's the device that turns itself obsolete. The Echo Pal. Yeah. It's got that planned obsolescence you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I love planned obsolescence. And then maybe the Echo Pals in that scenario could start talking to each other. And then they get like a cute little wedding and everything. That's really weird. I can just imagine one wearing a cute little tux. I don't really want that to happen. Oh. That's okay. Oh, so okay. You, you wear this to dates. Can you wear it to other places as well? Sure. You can wear it to the ballpark, uh, to the dog park, to the central park, and also to Central Perk. Yeah, and, and, and possibly the Central Perk Zoo. Now, is there a version for animals? Uh, no. No. As far as I can tell, animals do not have existential crises. I always wondered about my cat. But I guess now you've solved that for me. Yeah. I mean, you so. can try putting it on, but it's kind of human-sized. I, I Maybe I can make a cat-sized one? That seems weird. And anything, you know, I've I've seen people try to dress up their cats, and they never seem to like it. No, they don't. But I'm thinking if I turn the bowl upside down, my cat could just sleep in it like it's a sink. Touche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it'd be adorable. And then you could be immediately woken up while the cat freaks out. Yeah, <laughs> the cat learns it has an existential crisis. Right, because he doesn't know. Yeah, what is what is what does your cat know? Okay. Yeah, uh, I think this is good. I think I have to go to the workshop and start, you know, banging some tools. We had to invent that whole brainwave reading thing. Yeah, make a, make a noise. Uh, put like an EKG or EEG or whatever it's called in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got a long night ahead of you, so I'll, I'll leave you to it. All right. Um, yeah, I love it though. Tell me where to sign. Absolutely. Will do. Uh, as soon as the first one's in production, I will give it to you, my friend. Send your people over to my people, and we'll sign lunch. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll talk to you All later, right. Gary. Hey, you have a good night. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. You just use that. Right? <laughs> 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 <la